Welcome back to the podcast. We are honored and delighted today to be joined by Aviva Abitbull. Thank you so much for making the time to join us today. So my first question for you is, I believe you've been here, this is your 15th year, I believe, and I'm curious, how did you end up at Barron Academy? That's very lucky for us. Um, wh- which grade levels have you taught? I know you've been in, in four-year-olds for a while now. What other grades have you been a part of? Um, the twos at the very beginning, then the then the fours for a bit, then I went into the threes, and then back to the fours. <laughs> Were there some kids then you had for multiple years? Uh, no. Okay. Because it didn't, the way it worked out, no. Okay. No. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, so I'm curious, you've been here 15 years, what are some memories you have over the years that really stand out for you? Um, I think, you know, some of my really fond memories were when we were able to do like some spontaneous performances where we invited parents in just for, it was like, random just on the fly we're going to sing a song come on in come join us um different friends and colleagues that were here years back where when i was in the other building doing the threes we used to have lunch together a lot of joking around a lot of camaraderie so i mean i do you know, those are things that I look back on as good times and, you know, just really nice memories. Absolutely. And hopefully once we get beyond COVID, we can start getting parents in more regularly. I know that's been hard on the, you know, the parents, teachers, students, everybody. It's a, it's a different dynamic this year and hopefully good things ahead of us. Right. Um, so... Talk to me about how you've evolved as a teacher. Obviously, again, 15 years is a long time. Um, how do you think you've changed as a teacher over the years? Um, I Well, I mean, going back even before Barron, when I was teaching in Boca and we're starting even and assisting even way back in New York. So we're talking like 20-something years. Wow. So through that time, I would say that letting go of... <laughs> The fear of unknown, which is still something, obviously, that's continuously evolving for me. Different things that I've been fearful of, I've been opening, been more open to. Technology, of course, is one of them. But, you know, certain things even in the classroom, how to communicate better with parents, with children, learning, being open to new techniques being more open to criticism, Um, just, you know, looking to be more open in that way and take in new things without fearing it. That's, um, I, I think that also comes with maturity. I know for me, it's been a similar journey. You know, it's, it's always hard to hear, uh, constructive feedback and it's, 
it's always hard to go out of your comfort zone. You know, I, I talked about before where I used to always have the exact same assignment due that I did in high school for the programming final project. Got to do Hangman. And opening it up to letting kids do whatever they chose was, was scary. Um, but, yeah. you know, eventually once you hit that point, then you, I think you realize and appreciate, wow, this is so much better. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are, what are some of your favorite lessons? I know when I go into your classroom, I always see, you know, you have some great organized stations and the kids involved in activities and circle time is fantastic. What are some things that you really value and that you find special? Uh, there are a lot of, you know, to just to pick a few, because there are a lot. Um, winter and penguins is one of my favorite units that you know, children, not only me, I know the children would enjoy. So I guess that's even keyier when you know that the children are going to love that unit, it makes it even more fun for you to want to do the unit with them. There are units that I've done that I could say, I'm just doing this as part of the curriculum to move things along. But you know, units like penguins, art, using, doing different artists, which is very hands-on, looking at art through a child's eyes, Tubi Shvat, some of the Parsha stories are favorites of mine because I know that the kids are going to be super excited to get involved with it. That's really special, and you're exactly right. I think... Um... It's very different imagining yourself, and I, I'm guessing you have to do this, imagine yourself as a four-year-old, how would you view something like this? Yeah, and that's part of why, like, when, when I'm working on lesson plans, like, even though I have my original lesson plans, each year I have to see how I'm going to build up on them a bit differently knowing who the incoming children are, what their interests and maturity levels might be, and see, oh, this won't work, this might work. You know, you have to be able to gauge that by knowing the class that you're getting. That's how you'll see what works. And also, obviously, trying it. you got to try it and see. So, you know. Yeah. And there have been failures. <laughs> There have been failures, and then you try again. It's just how it goes. I, I was going to say, I always think you learn the most from failure. You know, the truth is, you know, I, I've, I've always pushed for a school motto to be uh, a safe place to fail. It's never caught on <laughs> for many reasons, but it's right. true. Like, you're not going to learn if you're too afraid to make mistakes. Right, right. I mean, a good example, just quickly, is when we did... Uh, a couple of years back, the Brayshoot capsule that we made in class and the whole lesson that I had, it was a multi-step weekly lesson that we went through with that. The first couple of tries did not work. And as we learned from the real Brayshoot capsule and we watched it together as a class, the first time it did not, you know, it did not go up. Well, it did go up, but there were challenges. So, you know, the kids saw also it's not just them. It happens to adults, too. Right. We all make mistakes, and we got to try again. I think that's, I think that's a great lesson. Um, can you think of a time when you felt like, man, that was just a great day, 
I really felt like this particular child, you know, moved forward by leaps and bounds. And I know I didn't tell you this question in advance. So if nothing springs to mind, I get it. But there are instances where you remember going home just feeling really triumphant. I think I can't place one in particular. I'll say that each time, instead of saying one time, yeah. each time a child accomplishes anything that's for them remotely exciting and challenging, that is seeing that smile and excitement from them, that's the most rewarding for me because then I knew we succeeded. No, I love that. Yeah. So it's not one, doesn't have to be one particular incident. It's on a daily basis, pretty much. And that's really, that's really special. I mean, kids are luck, kids are lucky to have you. Um, Thank where, where would you like to see Barron Academy in ten years? Blossoming and growing, hopefully with early childhood thriving. I would really love to see, you know, multiple classes in each grade level. I think that that would be awesome because as that happens, the rest of the school is growing and I hope that it will be 10 years from now, a much larger, you know, a much more grown facility with many more people coming in from all over. And still maintaining that atmosphere, I think that we have here that's so special. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you very, very much for making the time to chat with me today. I really appreciate it. Again, we are very lucky to have you here at Banner Academy, and I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you.